we want to look at Old Testament prophecies about Jesus Christ. Old Testament prophecies about Jesus Christ. Amen. Now there's a man, his name is Bob Martins. He put together about 33 Old Testament prophecies. You can also get um, other books on Jesus Christ and you'll find more prophecies about Jesus Christ that were fulfilled. There are over 100 of them. But I'm just going to give it fast, maybe 10 or 15 or 20. Wherever we get to, then we, we continue with the service. Amen. Hey, Ega, you are doing a work that is not your work. Amen. Are you ready? Old Testament prophecies. Are you ready? Prophecy number one, that Jesus will be betrayed by Judas. That Jesus will be betrayed by his friend. So, prophecy number one, to be betrayed by his friend. Psalm 41 verse 9. To be betrayed by his friend. Psalm 41 verse 9. He says, Yea, mine own familiar friend, in whom I trusted, which did eat bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. And this was fulfilled in the New Testament. In the New Testament, in the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 10, he says, Judas, Iscariot, one of the twelve, went unto the chief priest to betray him unto them. And this was right after they were eating bread. Are you with me? So the first prophecy that is fulfilled about Jesus Christ, in the first one, there are more, so we will look at them as it keeps going. The first one is that he was going to be betrayed by his friend. And truly his friend betrayed him. Are you with me? The second one was that. He was going to be forsaken by his friends. He was going to be forsaken by his friends. That his friends would leave him. This prophecy was given by the prophet Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 13 verse 7. 500 years before Christ. Zachariah existed 500 years before Christ. David existed 1,000 years before Christ. Are you with me? Zechariah 13 verse 7 says that, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, and against the man that is my fellow, said the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered. In the book of Mark, it was fulfilled in the book of Mark, in the New Testament. In the book of Mark chapter 14, again, verse 50, it says, And they all forsook him and fled. And they all forsook him and fled. And you are aware that when they came to Jesus, they came with swords and plums. And Jesus said, Ah, you come against me with, with swords? I was with you in the synagogue. You never did anything to me. Are you with me? I was with you in the synagogue. You never pick a, a sword to, to, to cut me down. But this is happening to fulfill scripture. 
So Jesus was saying that God is causing his plan to be fulfilled in the sense that the same people that were smiling at me today are coming against me with a sword. And that's why we must understand that in this life, eh, when God is up to something in our lives, there are times we will see God cause certain people that we love to betray us. Certain people that we love to leave us. Are you with me? And we see that the disciples of Jesus who promised him we will never leave you nor forsake you have left him. Even Peter is leaving him. They've run away. And that's a fulfillment. Point three. Hey. It was point three. It was prophesied that he will be betrayed with 30 pieces of silver. To be betrayed with 30 pieces of silver. That's a prophecy. It was prophesied that he was going to be betrayed with 30 pieces of silver. Now, this prophecy was given by Zechariah again. I think Zechariah is a good prophet. Don't you think so? He has more prophecies. Don't worry, we will meet more prophecies about him soon. Zechariah chapter 11 verse 12. I told you Zechariah existed 500 years before what? Jesus Christ. So people, we are talking about we are talking about prophecies and their fulfillment about Jesus Christ. We are in point 3. 30 pieces of silver. Zechariah chapter 11 verse 12. Are you there? He says, what does he say? And I said unto them, if you think good, give me my price. 30 pieces of silver. Zechariah was talking about the Messiah and he was talking about Judas. Amen. And Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And we see that in the book of Matthew chapter 26. The fulfillment is in Matthew 26. Matthew 26. Verse 15. Now, will you give me and I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. Wow. How many years before Christ? 500 years. Hey. Are you with me? How many years? 500 years of prophecy. This can be a coincidence. The, the, the accuracy of the prophecies are so the prophecies are so accurate. Let's continue. Now, Zechariah again goes on to tell us what the money will be used for in the next verse. So, prophecy number four, what will be used for the money? It was prophesied. The prophecy number four is about what the money will be used for. What the betrayer money will be used for. Okay? The verse 13 says, And the Lord said unto me, Cast it unto the potter, a goodly price, that I was prized out of them. And I looked, 30 pieces of silver, and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. It happened the same way. Matthew says that. Okay, let, let's go to the fulfillment anyway. I almost explained the fulfillment. Matthew 27. 
verse 3 to 7. Matthew 27, verse 3 to 7. We are talking about the prophecies of Jesus and their fulfillment. Matthew 27, verse 3 to 7. Matthew 27, verse 3 to 7. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repeated, hey, did I say repeated? Repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. The chief priest took the, 30, the, the silver pieces and said, It is not love for to put them in the treasury because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and they bought with them the potter's field and bury strangers in it. Look at how beautiful the story is. Zachariah is prophesying 500 years ago. 500 years, that is the money. The money will be cast down into the temple and they are going to use that money to buy a land. A potter's land. And that's exactly what happens. Amen. Verse 5. Hey, did I say verse 5? Mm. Now, the fifth one is that Isaiah prophesied that he was going to be scorched. Isaiah prophesied that he was going to be beaten. He was going to be beaten. Isaiah 50 verse 6. He says, I gave my back to the meters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. Matthew 27 verse 26. Twenty-six. Then release he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Verse thirty. And they spit on him, and took the reed and smote him on the head. Do you see that? Another prophecy. Prophecy number six. Prophecy of shame, reproach, and disgrace or dishonor. Psalm 69. Prophecy of shame. Prophecy of shame that Jesus is going to put to shame. Prophecy of shame. Prophecy of reproach. Disgrace. And prophecy of dishonor. Psalm 69 verse 19. It says... 69 verse 19. Thou hast known my reproach, my shame, and my dishonor. And this Psalm 69 verse 19 is a, a messianic prophecy. And in the same Matthew, Matthew 27 verse 28, 
we see that they stripped him. They left him naked. Jesus was naked. He wasn't wearing boxer shorts. Like a 33-year-old man was naked before thousands of people. 33-year-old man. Not 20 years old. 33-year-old man. They stripped him naked. Now, the greatest disrespect of your life is for you to be naked in public. It's the greatest disrespect. That is why when you even die, they dress you. Are you aware of that? Because people will come and view you and they, they want to have you naked. It's the greatest disrespect. Are you following me? Yes. And as a matter of fact, it is a disrespect to humanity for a human being to walk around naked. That's why when a madman is a female, when we have a madman who is a female, what do people do? They pick the female, then they dress the female up. Are you listening to me? That's why you hardly see a female madman. Even though the reason most of the time we leave the madman, the male madman naked is that people just don't care. But for, as soon as a female, but no, this can't happen. No, we can't have it. Because it's the greatest shame for a man to be naked in public. That's why Adam, when he sinned, he said, I was naked. He said, I was ashamed. And Jesus Christ, the prophecy says that he was going to be naked, ashamed. The king of glory, the one who was prophesying, raising the dead, healing the sick, and performing all kinds of miracles, was naked. Because of us. I should have been naked. It should have been you. Hey. It's not a powerful thing. Next one. Prophecy number seven. That false witness will be bared against him. False witness. False witness will be bared against him. False witness. That one in G is what? I don't see I don't see again true. So false witness. And that's what they did to Jesus. Now, I posted something on Facebook, and some people were trying to come and then challenge and all those things. And I said that they didn't kill Jesus because the reason they killed Jesus was because he claimed to be God. But the Jewish people couldn't kill him because the time that Jesus was alive, they were under Roman rule. And they had no right to execute death sentence to a prisoner. So even if they wished to kill Jesus, they couldn't kill him because the Romans will come and give them problems because the citizens were no more their citizens. Do you understand what I'm saying? Aha. Uh -huh. So they couldn't kill Jesus and they can't go to Pilate or the Roman people and tell Roma, the Romans that, you know what, he's claiming to be God. They don't care about that. Are you with me? They don't care about that. So the best they're going to say is that he says he's the king, he's a king. He said that. So they bear false witnesses 
And, and the Bible didn't give us the, the detail of the false witness, but I think some of them will be like, he said he's greater than Caesar. <laughs> okay? He said he even gave birth to Caesar like a lot of crazy lies. And Psalm 35, verse 11 says that. Psalm 37, verse 11 says, False witnesses did, did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. And when you read the book of Mark, verse 14, Mark 14, verse, um, Mark 14, verse what? 56. Mark talks about the fact that they went and paid people. Can you imagine that? The, 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 the priests, the pastors of the day, went and paid people to come and lie against Jesus. That should tell you how wicked people are. Are you with me? So you shouldn't be surprised that in a few years to come, some pastors will go and pay people to come and lie about me. Don't you think so? Yes. Hey. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Do you know why whenever I pray for people and they are healed, I ask them, are you sure you are here? I say, you are in the prayer. You will be cursed if you are lying. Do you know why? Because some people come to fake miracles so that they can go and prove to people that your healing anointing is fake. You, you don't know. People are wicked though. The moment God starts lifting you up, other people that are envious of you start paying people. They start telling people that. Go to his, his church. Go like a cripple. Let him pray for you. Rise up and start walking. And then they'll bring you to the news and say, Pastor has collided with, uh, collided with a man that was already walking. And the man came and pretended like he wasn't walking. And he rose up. They've done it to Benihin. They've done it to Pastor Chris. They've done it to a lot of pastors. They've done it to a lot of pastors. And it's not that it is starting. And yet, Nena, a man four years, I know, man. In the days of Jesus, they paid people to go and lie. Can you imagine that? Pastors are paying people to go and lie about Jesus. Hey! Am I bringing the Bible alive to you? That's why sometimes when I prophesy to somebody, like I prophesy, I say, are you sure? Are you really sure? He said, yeah. Are, are, are you sure that your grandfather was called? He said, ah, ah, ah. I'm sure. I said, are you sure? Because some of them, eh? They can pay people, eh? To come and lie. And they did it to Jesus. They lied. They said, Pilate, you know what? One day I saw him, eh? And when your wife was bathing, eh? He went and stood somewhere. He was eyeing your wife. Hey! False witnesses. But you know what? In all these things, God was fulfilling prophecy about Jesus Christ. So I came to tell you that every, every false accusation against your life, against your ministry, against your marriage, against your life, shall be turned around for your good in the name of Jesus. The thing that they are trying to lie and frustrate your life, but God is going to change your life. Can I get an amen to that? 
The louder your amen, the faster your miracle. False witnesses, liars, and pastors were liars. We can't talk about that today. Me, I'm a pastor, but when I'm around some, pa- I'm around pastors. Sometimes, I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Yeah. When some people come around me, can you imagine that somebody comes to me here? A pastor comes here. Here, I remember he stood here and said, "Man of God, we admire you so much. In fact, we are proud of you. You are doing well in ministry." Wow. I'm not lying to people. I said, "This is what he told me." He said, "Wow, look at the place. Hey, you are doing well." Even in Sunyani, and all he was saying, I knew that he was just trying to flatter me. The next moment, he was chatting with somebody on the phone, and he was insulting me on the phone. Yeah, this is just last year, saying a man of God who has not is who is not married. Does he have any sense? Does he have any sense that he has gone to start a church? He's not even married. Eh? And he's proud. Thank God I am married, and he's have a girlfriend. I'm saying that morning, that Sunday morning, he stood there and was giving me fans. That Sunday evening, he was insulting me to somebody on the phone. May God put your enemies to shame in the name of Jesus. May God put your enemies to shame. Yeah. And so me, I have decided that I will just focus on, on doing what God has called me to do. Do the work of ministry. And leave my critics to themselves. To their own doom. To their own doom. Eh? And in the course of time, God will use that. Can you imagine that? Do you know that when people are talking bad, bad about you, it makes people know more about you. Are you aware? <laughs> people are like, ah, now who is that guy that everybody's talking about him? I want to know him. <laughs> and you know that they were lying. So the moment the people come to know, they're like, wow. Ah, you are that good. It's like, yes, yo, me, that's me, yo. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. May God help us. Next one. That they will share his garment and cast lot on it. That his garment will be shared and they will cast lot on it. That's another prophecy. That Jesus' garment they, 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 they will cast lords on it. Psalm 22 verse 18. Psalm 22 verse 18. David was a wild prophet. They put my garments among them and cast lords upon my vesture. Do you see that? Have you seen? He said they cast what? Lot on his garment. In the book of John 19, verse 24. John 19, 24. He says, They said, therefore, among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lot for it. Whose it shall be that the scripture, then John is saying that, that the scripture might be fulfilled, we say it. They parted my raiment among them 
and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. Amen. So you see that there are more and more and more prophecies about Jesus Christ, and he's saying that they cast lots. And, and John says that when they killed him, they, his garment, they did what? They cast lots on the garment. Now, let's come there a little bit. Now, the reason why they did that, some people say, oh, Jesus' garment was so expensive, whatever. That's not the reason. The, the reason they do that is that usually when they crucify a special person, okay, it is an achievement. Are you with me? Aha. Uh -huh. So when they crucify somebody that is special, like they crucify somebody that's not a thief, but somebody who is special, like the person was a rich man or some kind of notorious criminal or... They want to use it and go and hang it in their room and say, you know what? Are you aware that I'm the one who killed this guy? I'm the one who killed this person. Uh -huh, are you with me? That's the reason why they did that. Okay, that was what the Roman soldiers used to do. Uh, it's not because his garment was expensive and they had to, they were fighting over his dress. It wasn't anything special again. So, but just to go and prove that they are the ones who did what? kill Jesus. So they cast laws and the one who takes it will take it home and go and prove that I'm the one who killed the Nazareth. Wow. Isn't this powerful? Look. That he's there for even something that people were fighting over his clothes. Because everyone wanted to be associated with his popularity. Ha <laughs> ha and then you see the guy will go home in the evening and say, you know what, honey? You know what? In the, I hit the jackpot. You know the jackpot? The Nazarene shirt is here. Come and see the Nazarene shirt. <laughs> Jesus' shirt was an achievement. David, are you here? His shirt was what? An achievement. Like people were celebrating Jesus' shirt. Wow. May your socks and your shirts and your properties be a celebration in the name of Jesus. Can I imagine that? Me, pa, I can preach and finish and somebody will say, you know what? I want your handkerchief. Can I have your handkerchief? And I said, what do you need? I said, I'm going to iron it and put it in my room and say that this is AFM's handkerchief. Oh my, my, my. May your handkerchief be a treasure. In the name of Jesus. Who is it that I have forgotten the story? I don't know if it was Nanaya or something. One of them. That a baby was dying. They put my, my face towel on the baby. And the baby recovered. <laughs> May your face towel be used for raising the dead. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, it's Nanai, I think I, I, something like that. It's been a long time, so I've forgotten. So there are a lot of testimonies like that. Eh. Next prophecy, eh?
Okay. The next one is that he will not speak at his trial. He will not defend himself. That the Christ will not defend himself. The next one is that the Christ will not defend himself at the trial. And that is what the Bible says Jesus did exactly. He said he didn't defend himself. Let's look at the prophecy before. Isaiah 53 verse 7. Isaiah 53 verse 7. He will not defend himself at his trial. He says, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Amen. Isaiah is also like 500 to 600 years ago. Okay. 500 years ago, a prophecy is given that the Messiah will not open his mouth to speak at his trial. Okay? Let's look at the fulfillment. Matthew 27. Hey, today Matthew 27 is in trouble. Don't you think so? Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered them not a word. In so much that it greatly marveled the governor. Like the governor, Pontius Pilate was shocked. He was like, ah, I've never met somebody like this. They are lying against you. And I know they are lying because the reason, I know that the reason why they are bringing is because they are envious of you. That's what Pilate said in Mark. But can't you defend yourself a little bit? And the Bible said, he didn't open his mouth to say a word. As if he was very intentional about it. Don't think so. He really wanted to die. Have you ever met someone who is willing to die before? Like the guy just wants to die. The reason was because he knew that in his death, you and me will have eternal life. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a this of glory divine. Heir of salvation. Purchased of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. All the day long, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. The first, let's go to the next prophecy, prophecy about his crucifixion, how he'll be killed. Isaiah 53, verse 5, 6, and 10. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. He's saying that he was given what? Stripes. He was bruised. They gave him blows in his stomach. They gave him a slap on his cheek. Are you aware that the high priest gave him a blow in his face? 
A pastor was giving blows. He was more than Azuma Nelson. Hey. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity. Oh. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise He hath put him to grief. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. And the same thing happened in the book of John chapter 19 verse 16. John 19 verse 16. He says, And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the male factors, and on the right hand, and other on the left. That was Luke. The one I read is Luke. Luke 23, The next one I'm reading is John 19, 16. Then delivered ye him, therefore, unto them to be crucified. And they took Jesus and led him away. That Jesus will fall beneath the cross. Hey, the prophecies are wild. Psalm 109 verse 24. It talks about the fact that the Messiah's knees will be weak through fasting. Fasting. It doesn't mean he was fasting by four, but the guy was hungry. He had not eaten since the Lord's Supper. So the whole day, that's why on the cross he was standing. The guy was, he, he fainted. He, he felt that he collapsed on the way. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Of <laughs> and the Bible says that on the cross, something happened. On the way to Gogota, Matthew 19, did I say Matthew? John 19, 17, he says, And he bearing his cross, went forth into a place of skull, which is called Hebrew Gogota. Are you with me? And Matthew 27, 32 says that. And as they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. Why? Because he fell. He was tired. He couldn't carry it again. And they, they forced the, the African man. Simon of Cyrene was an African man. He was a black. They beat him and they forced him to carry the cross of Jesus. That is why at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel will be wild in the mouth of the blacks, of Africans. Because Afri an African man is the one who helped him carry his cross. This is why the most intense place where Christianity is truly seen is Africa. Africa. Not, not Israel. Not America. Not Germany. Not. It's Africa. We have more men of God than any part of the world. We have more churches than any part of the world. We have more churches. More churches in Africa than any part of the world. Because an African carried the cross. This was telling us that one day Africa 
will bear the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't it a good thing for us to clap? It's a good thing. The next prophecy, I'm going to give you about 20 of them. The next prophecy is the prophecy of his test. That he will be testing. Psalm 69, verse 3. Psalm 69, verse 3. Psalm 69, verse 3. He says that. I am weary. I am tired of my crying. My truth is dried. My truth is dried. Now hold on with that fulfillment of that prophecy. Let's go to verse 21 of that same scripture. Verse 21 tells us what he will be given. Okay. It tells us what they will give to him. Are you with me? He said, so the next prophecy is what will be given to him. Okay. He says, in my test, they gave me vinegar to drink. What did they give him? Vinegar. What is vinegar? Vinegar is what? A solution of what? Lime. I think lime, lime water is called vinegar. Lime water. Eh? Oi. Go and check. Don't you have your phone? Vinegar. Vinegar. That's what me. me uh, yeah. You didn't learn it in school. Yes, lime. Citric acid is lime. You learned it in science oh, because you were in the same class with me. Oh. You have forgotten. <laughs> no mind. He went and did biology things, so he has forgotten them. Citric acid is what? It's found in orange, all those things. Lime water is called vinegar. And I don't know what they were using it for, but that was the only water. I think they used it to wash. You know, lime water is used for doing washing things and other things. So they didn't have water around. And somebody went and let's look at the scripture. John, which one should we use? Okay, let's, let's look at Matthew 27, 34. Matthew 27, 34. After he said, in the previous verse, he said, I am thirsty, I'm thirsty. And he said, they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he could not drink. Who can drink lime water? A lot of things killed Jesus on the cross, so test killed him. Test. Are you with me? Test. One of the things that killed him was test. Hmm. Oh my God. Are you with me? Yeah. The next one is, they will look at him on the cross. They will look at him on the cross. It's a prophecy. That they will look at Jesus on the cross. Psalm has many prophecies about Jesus Christ. They will look at him on the cross. Psalm 22, verse 17. You can read the whole chapter and you'll find the story there. But this place just talks about it. He talked about the fact that they did what? Looked and they stared 
upon me. And that happened in the Bible. Matthew 27 is there. Next prophecy. They pierced his hands and feet. The same Psalms. He said, his hands and feet will be pierced. Psalm 22 again. I told you the whole Psalm 22 is about Jesus Christ. It's a messianic um, destiny. Psalm 22, verse, verse what? 16. They pierced my hands and my feet. So when Jesus was hanging on the cross, they pierced here, here, with nails. They said the nails was like something, something inches. How many inches? <laughs> it's, it's long, pa. Huh? Here, pa. Then here too, pa. Then here. Then they left him hanging there. And Psalm 22 is talking about, the whole of Psalm 22 is a prophecy. It's a prophecy about Jesus Christ. The whole Psalm 22. Okay. Shall we continue? We are almost done. He said, they pierced his sight. They pierced him. They will pierce his sight. Zechariah. I told you Zechariah was a good man. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. They will pierce his sight. They shall look upon me. Whom they have pierced. And that again happened in the book of John and the book of Luke. That they pierced his side. Oh, the next one is very painful. The next one is very painful. That he will die of broken hearts. Oh. That he will die of broken hearts. I read it. Psalm 22 again, verse 14. I am poured out like water. Like they bled him. They beat him. All his veins have been scattered all over his body. So the blood is not going and pumping and going again. When the blood gets to somewhere, it will come out. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Oh, I can't find the scripture. Oh. oh, yeah. And all my bones are out of joint. <laughs> all his bones were out of joint. They beat him. They put him. He carried a log. The, the kind of um, Jesus cross that you see. It's not the way it is. It was a logo. <laughs> yes. It was, it was as long as from here. From here to the, this place. And it was big. It wasn't a nice uh, wawa board. It wasn't a wawa board. No. It was like a thick tree. You see how a thick, usually lights full. Eh? But not long like lights. But that's how it was. And the 33-year-old man was carrying it. The guy was thirsty. He had no eating. He was bleeding. He was thirsty. He was naked. Trauma. People are laughing. Then he sees one guy that, 
me bomb by a man, Nanny T, Nanny Oh, it pained him. Then he was still carrying a long log on his back. Now, for your information, Jesus didn't carry that cross. It wasn't a cross like this, okay? Okay? It was a log. Usually, the cross of the, the destiny is usually prepared at the place that they will crucify you. Until by the time I will be drew hono, Nasa Adriana, Rebecca, Hono, Ewo Hodada. And so, what did they make an answer? Aha, and you know, the Obes one year pole, Obes Wapo, Nobecono, the other cross, and Ewo Hodada. Nafia, the no bosso, near the water so, near bones, and Mundadua. Oh, it's bad. He said, it's melted. He said, my heart is like wax. It's melted in the midst of my bowels. He said, my heart melted inside me. He said, I got broken heart. Which point, what is that? Eh? 14. 16. It's a... Yeah, I think we are around 17 or... I thought it's even 19. You are not been writing this. It's supposed to be um, it's supposed to be 17. 17. It's 17. Sir, have you written they pierce my hands? They stay at me? My heart is broken. Yeah. Okay, let's go. He says that his lovers and friends stand and look at him. He says his lovers and his friends will stand and look at him. He says my lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sore wounds and my kinsman stand afar off. Psalm 38 verse 11. And we see that fulfilled in Luke 23. And also in the book of John. Where the Bible says that John was there and his mother was there and the women were there and were crying on Jesus. And he looked at John and said, son, behold your mother. He said, woman, behold your son. And he gave up his ghost and died. Oh. I'm looking for one day then they go. All right. Psalm 22, verse 31. The cry of victory. That he will cry of victory and triumph. The cry of victory and triumph is a prophecy. Psalm what? 22, verse Psalm 22, verse what? 31. He says, the King James says, They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto the people that shall be born, that he has done this. The word he has done this is the same thing Jesus said on the cross. I have done this. 
it is finished. Yes. So if you check other versions, you find out that that last line there is Maria. It is finished. And on the cross, Jesus cried out and said, it is finished. What is finished? That all who believe in me will not die, but have eternal life. That the wrath of God is no longer against those who believe in me. It is finished that a man shall no longer justify himself before my father. It is finished that now we don't have to kill bulls and kill doves and kill turtle doves and kill goats in order to appease for our sins. It is finished that now men have been set free from the power of sin. That now they can choose to sin. They can choose not to sin. It is finished that previously men could not call God their father. But now, they can call God their father. Amen. Let's work out the choir to come and lead us to worship God.